Hello, and welcome to the Objective Health Show. I am your host, Doug, and with me in our virtual studio are Elliot and Tiff. And in the background, Hello. on the ones and twos, Hello. is Damien. Hello. So today, we are talking about the FDA approves Pfizer vaccine. Uh, so previously, this was known as the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine but now that the, now they have approved a Pfizer vaccine that is confusingly and purposely confusingly I would argue uh, called community <laughs> which uh, we were just talking before the show that it sounds like somebody who can't pronounce the word community or immunity um, so yeah it's 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 really confusing what they've done here they basically said okay we're approving this vaccine called Comirnaty, which is exactly the same as the previous Pfizer BioNTech vaccine, but we're not approving the previous Pfizer BioNTech vaccine. And by the way, there are no Comirnaty vaccines in the U.S. right now, or there's a shortage or something. You can't use those ones. So basically, they have approved a vaccine that is not available. Um, now, technically the uh, it's it, it's a bit of a mess so the vaccines that have been approved in the US for emergency use authorization basically the the they've they've said that they've enacted this thing emergency use author, authorization that basically says that you uh we can use these even though they haven't been FDA approved because it's an emergency because we have a pandemic going on right now and everybody is going to die if we don't use these vaccines very quickly, um, get them out there. Now, one of the stipulations of the uh, emergency use authorization is that you cannot yet have something stated as viable for emergency use authorization if there is another uh, treatment available. Um, so, and that's you know the reason why you know what they have been kind of crushing ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine mm -hmm. and all these other viable options um, and basically saying they don't work and putting out uh, studies that are questionable to say that they don't work. Um, <clears throat> because if they do have a viable alternative, then the status of emergency use authorization for these shots uh, would be revoked if we were living in a just society. Now, mm -hmm. They have said they've approved the uh, community vaccine, but because it's not available, I guess, uh, the emergency use authorization is still in effect. And they can still use these other vaccines under this EUA um, status, uh, which doesn't really make much sense. It's like they've approved something, but not yet. They've approved it for the future or they've approved a theoretical um, medication at some point. So as I say, it's a bit uh, confusing. This was, it was approved on uh, August 23rd, I believe. So maybe mm -hmm. we're a little bit late to the party on this one, but we thought we would talk about it anyway. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's, it's purposely confusing. I'm sure that they're counting on the fact that most people who are actually going to get the injection uh, 
don't do their research on this and don't know that the approved vaccine is not even here yet. It exists someplace out in the ether mm -hmm. to be substantiated into reality at some future date, but they're going to still be going ahead and getting the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine, which there's millions of doses still sitting around mm -hmm. that need to be used. Yeah. And just a couple of uh, interesting little factoids. This is the fastest the age in the agency's history, that being the FDA. So the fastest mm -hmm. in the FDA's history um, of approval coming less than four months after Pfizer BioNTech filed for licensing on May 7th. <clears throat> um, Transparency advocates have criticized the FDA decision not to hold a formal advisory committee meeting, which they previously said that they would, to discuss mm -hmm. Pfizer's application for full approval, an important mechanism used to scrutinize data. Um, they, and why did they not hold the public meeting? Well, what they told the BMJ, which is an article, they <laughs> yeah. said they did not believe a meeting was necessary ahead of the expected full FDA approval. So it wasn't necessary. Necessary for whom, though? Yeah. I mean, not that I'm surprised at anything. Nobody should be surprised that this was even approved. But the their machinations are just so ridiculous. All you can do is just laugh. Yeah, at this point, like nothing surprises me because we're living in an insane upside down reality. But it's yeah. just so weird that they didn't have a public discussion before approving this vaccine, like they do for every other yeah. vaccine. And uh, but what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, the trials are still going on. Yeah. How can you approve something if uh, the trials are still occurring and you don't have all the final data on its effects? Well, and the trials, the trials are such a mess right now, too. It's like there was, what was it, 44,000 enrollees um, mm -hmm. And they were enrolled for a 24-month um, study. Mm -hmm. And after six months, they said, um, they basically said, okay, we've got enough data now after six months. Uh, but mm -hmm. we'll keep on watching uh, what goes on for, for the 24 months. And then they started, after the six months, they, they offered the vaccine to the placebo group. They said, oh, you guys, you know what? You guys can have the... You guys can have the vaccine now. It wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be uh, right for us to hold the the vaccine from you guys just because you're in the placebo trial. So it's like their their whole placebo study is 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 pooched now. Yeah, they just screwed it, and all of the data is going to be meaningless. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a bit of a play on words. All of what they've been doing, I think, um, because. It seems as though, I mean, they're not very forthcoming with it. Uh, it's a little bit veiled in secrecy. We don't actually know how many how many of these Cominati vaccines or Comirnaty, co however you pronounce <laughs> it. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But we don't know how many of them are actually available. Uh, all that they've basically said is that there's not enough to distribute to the wider public. And what we do know is, or what a lot of people are kind of speculating about this is that, okay, we've probably got, at least in the US, there's millions, like millions of the previous vaccine, 
which are already ready to go. You know, and it's been the case in certain states where they've got an excess of vaccines. So they're giving them to other states kind of thing. So we know that anyone who gets the vaccine in, you know, within the next month or two months or three months or however many, many more months into the foreseeable future is not going to be getting the vaccine, which has FDA approval. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of coincides uh, very conveniently with the fact that kids are um, many schools are trying to request a vaccination now. Um, and the media is betraying this as though the FDA has approved it. Therefore, it's now safe. Therefore, get your children vaccinated kind of thing. Um, but again, it's, it's completely disingenuous on the part of the, um, the health authorities who are promoting this thing when there, there is no vaccine to actually give out or there's no genuine authorized vaccine. Um, and it could be the case that the uh, vaccine manufacturers are doing all that they can to kind of um, prevent the, uh, the approved vaccine from getting out onto the market until it has immunity or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, immunity from, uh, from prosecution or liability or whatever, like the emergency use or, or emergency use authorization um, forms did. Uh, that's one of the reasons why they were so quick off the bat to get them onto the market because they knew that, um, that they were not going to be held liable for any kind of damages. Whereas when you have a vaccine, which is, um, which is authorized, then the rule book changes and then actually you can have people starting to sue. And so in this case, unless they can find a way to completely get out of liability, get some kind of immunity, um, then it's, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this Cominati vaccine uh, continues to be just a figure of a, a kind of imagination or be locked up in some, uh, you know, storage facility or something. Uh, and the only vaccines that people are practically getting at the moment are the emergency use ones. Yeah. 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 They're kind of, they're, it's the old bait and switch, right? It's kind of like um, we have these emergency use ones that are covered. They have indemnity. They, uh, you know, you can't you can't sue the manufacturer. Um, <clears throat> once it gets FDA approval, that kind of gives the cloak of uh, this idea. You know, now um, because they've it's got FDA approval, we can mandate vaccines. You know, we can we can force uh, people in their jobs or whatever to get vaccines. Um, but they're not getting the one that's approved. That's the bait and switch, right? It's kind of like, well, you're getting the the uh, the BioNTech Pfizer BioNTech one, and it's like, well, but it's the same as the community. But no, it's not, because if you have, like you were saying, Elliot, if you have uh, some kind of adverse reaction under the emergency use, you can't you can't sue anybody. You can't do anything about it. Under uh, the it, just a regular old vaccine, you can. And I mean, people might be a little bit confused about that because, you know, you've heard all about the vaccine court and all that kind of stuff where um, these uh, companies have uh, protection. Um, Mm -hmm. But the thing is that that apparently only applies to the childhood vaccinations, the childhood schedule. If it's not part of the childhood schedule, they don't have that vaccine court run around kind of thing. So it means that, you know, you could actually sue if you had some kind of uh, adverse reactions. And just to, on top of that, um, there was an article on, in, uh, on child's, uh, child health defense, children's health defense, uh, the defender. 
and they quoted uh, data released Friday. Um, Friday, that was article was released on uh, August 23rd. So we're looking at a couple of weeks ago. But data released on Friday by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention showed that between December 14th, 2020 and August 13th, 2021, a total of 326,535 adverse effects had been reported in the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System attributed to Pfizer's COVID vaccine, including 9,027 deaths and 56,607 serious injuries. That's a lot. That would be a lot of lawsuits. So you can see why, as evil as it is, they are playing these games. And also, people need to keep in mind that this approval only is for Pfizer's Cominardi. There is still the Moderna vaccine and the Johnson & Johnson or Janssen vaccine that people are getting, at least in the U.S., that are still emergency use authorized only. But of course, you know, they're counting on people not knowing the difference. So they hear that the vaccine for COVID has been approved. They're just going to walk in there and say, okay, and whoever is given the injection is going to give them whatever. Yeah. Anything but the community. Yeah, because it doesn't exist yet. Exactly. Forever. But I don't know if it was the same day, August 23rd, that this Pfizer community vaccine was approved or if it was the next day that President Joe Biden got on the air and was saying, well, this is a moment that people have been waiting for. You know, basically people have been waiting. Uh, people who have been vaccine hesitant have said they've been waiting to get an approved, fully approved vaccine by the FDA. So here it is. So. Everybody run out and get your vaccine. And uh, I guess now it's time that all, all the companies that were kind of on the fence about whether to mandate vaccines or not can finally go ahead and plow through with their fascist dictates. So there's a bunch of um, businesses that since this vaccine or injection was approved are now you know, making it mandatory for their employees, or at least some of their employees, to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So that includes like Twitter, Google, Washington Post, CNN, all the crew of the Norwegian cruise lines, the workers at Walt Disney. Just it just goes on and on. All of these different companies that are now mandating vaccination. Um, you have to think that maybe some of the CEOs, higher ups and some of these companies know the real deal, but then I'm sure a lot of these places are just, they might just be COVID true believers mm-hmm. and are just going along to get along, but there's going to be a lot of ill people yeah. <laughs> once these vaccine mandates start being enforced. Damien, maybe you can pull up that tweet I sent you. The Pentagon one. This is uh, the pent- a tweet that shows the Pentagon. Pentagon orders all active duty troops to be vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine. This was uh, August 25th, so two days mm-hmm. after the community community got uh, FDA approval. 
and there's a the the press release there, but uh, might be a bit too small to read. But anyway, so you know, I think all these companies and um, these uh, the military, all these things, they've been just chomping at the bit to be able to make these things mm-hmm. mandatory. So this is kind of just their way of it's it's like free license to do that now, mm-hmm. even though it doesn't really make much sense and you know for them to mandate a vaccine that doesn't have fda approval because that's essentially what they are doing um you know that's uh they 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 probably don't care or they don't know like you said tiff yeah well i'd be interested to see the number of lawsuits that are going to come up and challenge any of these mandates Mm. based on the bait and switch that the FDA is pulled with approving this vaccine because sure uh, you have these vaccines that are available but it's not the approved ones so you can't still can't mandate them technically I mean on a universal law human rights level they can't do any of the things that they're doing but uh, yeah on a legal level uh, I want to see what some of these or if people actually file any lawsuits and actually challenge this I, I aspect of it directly. I wonder if you could fight it based on that. It's kind mm-hmm. of like somebody, you know, if your employer said to you, we're mandating vaccines and you said, okay, I'll get the one, I'll get the FDA approved one. I'm not going to get, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not going to get one of these emergency use authorization ones. And then because there are no, you know, FDA approved ones around, or maybe they're going to hold a, a small batch around just to give it to the people who try and pull that. I don't know. Yeah. But it might be a way for people to, to kind of get around it if they are in a situation where they uh, don't want to get the vaccine and their job is mandating that they do so. Just be like, yep, I'll yeah. get the FDA one. You get me community. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> you get me community. Um, <clears throat> I think from, like an employee's perspective up against something like a vaccine mandate, you you might have like, uh, you might actually be onto something. There might be a possibility of fighting it in that respect. But in terms of people being able to actually sue, um, maybe, I'm not sure, but it seems as though the entire reason why they've done this whole Cominati thing, or Cominati, or, I can't pronounce it. Community. Community. Okay. The reason why they've done this whole thing is to, again, is to avoid having to like to, to avoid being liable. Like they don't want people to, um, to sue them. They don't want people to be taking them to court. Mm. Um, but again, I think it looks good in terms of PR that you have this vaccine authorization. Um, but I think that if they, uh, I think it would probably be more widespread, this this community vaccine would probably be on the market by now, um, being administered to people um, if if uh, if they wanted it to be, so to speak. I think there's probably, what I'm trying to get at is there's likely a reason why they're holding back. Mm-hmm. There's likely a reason why it's not in mass, produ- mass production and why there's no kind of foresight is this will be available. You know, they're not openly saying that this vaccine is going to be available in two months. They've not right. said anything about that. They're acting as though they're being 
deceptive and manipulative act, acting as though it is this current vaccine. And I think that that is, it is safe for them to do that in, in, in the court of law, perhaps. Um, but I'm not sure. I mean, it would be good if you've got some really savvy lawyers who can find a route around this um, and who can kind of make these guys pay for the kind of crimes that they're committing against humanity. Um, it doesn't look like it will happen though. Yeah, kind of seems like they know what they're doing on this. This isn't a mistake, mm-hmm. you know. They're yeah. they're really for sure. They've they they've figured this out, and you know whether it's just to get rid of their old stock. Although I imagine that's probably the least of their concerns. Really, we're talking about a multi mm-hmm. quadrillion dollar mm-hmm. company. Like you know, getting rid of their stock or losing their stock would probably not really affect them too much. In I'm guessing here. I don't really know. But I think it's this this bait and switch idea that um, you know getting approval for one, even though it's not the one that you're getting, it's like you know it's perception, right? It's like oh, I got FDA approval, and it's the same as this one, so I'll get the, just get this one. It's kind of the perception of like safety. It's like you know a month ago you didn't think it was safe, but now you do. Mm-hmm. Don't know. And it's the same formulation that they. They say in their own FDA fact sheet that the Cominardi and the Pfizer-BioNTech are the same formulation, so nothing has changed. Yet they didn't say, like, what new information did they have to say at this time, you know, we're going to approve it now. What, what's new? <laughs> what was different from before? It was the same thing, same data. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just all a big scheme. Yeah. Well, what do you think, guys? Have we got anything else to say about uh, community? Why did they name no. it that? <laughs> like, why? Why did they why do did that? They name Nobody says it right the first time. Nobody says it right the first time. It's like community, community, Kurt. Yeah, I think yeah. it. I think I think it, it stands for something, now. Does it? it is, yeah, I think so. Well, the uh, one thing that all uh, drugs have in common is they're jacked up, screwy names that are hard to pronounce for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, most of them, I should say. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, so the reason why it's called community, community. <laughs> um, okay, so the vaccine is pronounced community. Um, and it's a mashup of words, but so co stands for coronavirus. Hmm. M-, M-, oh, M R N A is M R N A. Right. And then um, the N T. I'm not sure what that stands for. I think that stands for ah, immunity. Immunity. Oh, okay. oh. I thought it was we hate you and we want you all to die. <laughs> Easy mistake to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> immunity. Yeah, so COVID, mRNA, immunity. immunity. Well. Community. <laughs> <laughs> it makes well, so much sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's actually a very clever name. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it took a PR firm weeks to come up with that. Anywho. 
I think that's all we've got for you on this topic today. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to like and subscribe if you so desire. Big thanks to my co-hosts and to Damien behind the scenes. And we will be back next week with another exciting and refreshing topic. <laughs> See you Bye. Later. Bye, everybody. Bye.